Hello, I'm Margaret Jo McCullen. And I'm Terry Rialto. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to TC and Jake on, on National Public, Public Radio. What's up, folks? It's me, TC Fleming, like the intro said. I want to first off get some business out of the way. Big announcement. September 28th. 28th? 26th. 28th. I think it's 28th. It's the Wednesday. It's 28th. So yeah, yeah. The, day. the Wednesday, last Wednesday of the month, we will uh, we will be back at the Twilight Lounge. Kick off around 8. They like uh, the whole thing to be like a kind of like late night fun time. So... In my mind, when we moved from seven to eight, that meant that we should be punctual. Yeah, but I think that they, I think that they don't like that, and I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm full vampire mode now. I don't have to worry about getting to bed at a certain time because the day <laughs> is when we recharge. Yeah, uh, fuck you. We'll try to start at uh, eight fifteen. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> well, I'll meet you in the middle. I don't care either way. I just, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I get it. And, uh, you know, maybe we can hang out afterward a little bit this time. I had to leave after like 15 minutes last time. Uh, slight program. I waited though. until the last P1 left. And honestly, like, that's obviously always been a punchline. I believe you. I did. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was Parker. We walked out together. So, uh, programming note on that. Uh huh. There's at least a 5% chance that either we're going to have to cancel this or I won't be there. Because of baby. Yeah. If there's a chance. But which I don't get. Uh, you you didn't have it. Like, uh, it's the, what are you gonna do? If uh, if we do it, if we it's like make canceling it, a game because the equipment manager's got a thing to do. Yeah. And the thing is, folks, uh, he believes all this. He lives this way. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, no. Uh, no. Whatever it is he was born. I I took. I, I was getting flack. I was working on the mayoral campaign. So they were like, "What the fuck's going on? These people need signs." And you're like, "Well." I'm like, I had a baby yesterday. And they're like, oh, so it's not today? So that's the other thing, is if we do hit September 28th, the next one we do probably won't be until December. December? I would have to bet. We're pushing November off the table. Probably so. That's fine. Probably so. I mean, I know like a decent portion of people listening to this have two kids mm-hmm. uh, and probably have two kids that are around the same age. Although very uh, few difference. have three. Yeah. I mean, I know that we should urge our state lawmakers to. I was reading an article about this the other day to change the regulations about uh, child seats. There's like a I don't clear, know what you're talking about. There's a clear path. Like you can't fit three seats across the backseat of a normal car. Oh, okay. Like uh, uh, whenever I was on the mayoral campaign, the, cam- the candidate would uh, often defend his uh, decision to use uh, extra large truck to just drive around Dallas, and he was very straightforward. It's the only vehicle you could find that would fit three car seats. Makes sense. Uh, and, you know, if the health benefits, like, just drop off a cliff after, like, two years old. But the car seat manufacturers keep on getting the states to push it out and push it out and push it out. Doesn't, so that part doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you're, like, 20, you got to have a car seat. Uh, and if we just, uh, you know, dropped it after two, then there's plenty of families to be like, well, both kids are two. We could have a third one and not, not face this crunch. Yeah. But I would rather people not have three kids anyways. So whatever gets that done. Why uh, do you care how many people 
they have? I mean, uh, because I believe in population control and Ooh, limited I resources. Don't. I don't at all. Yeah, I think no. that's dark. You want everyone to go full Duggar family so you can work in a couple challenges, maybe a pedo here, a porn star there. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, just, I just want them to be able to have the choice. Yeah, yeah, I don't. If someone thinks that that's fulfilling to them, then I want them to be fulfilled. I would mandate it as two by federal law right now. I had never even really spent enough time thinking about, like, my my roommate in college was one of, like, 13. Yeah, my mom's was one of nine. Like, they just not going anywhere? They didn't go much. They didn't go many places. And obviously, a huge factor here is is my grandmother never worked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so she was home all the time and i think this is probably a little bit less common now although i definitely don't have any evidence to back that up their nine was spread out over maybe it's eight i don't know i think it might be eight maybe nine it was spread out over do you not know how many aunts and uncles you have uh honestly no i could probably <laughs> take time naming them but several of them have uh passed away mm -hmm. i definitely don't know how many cousins i have <laughs> no idea no yeah. idea don't hope to know no uh no idea i, I also certainly i mean obviously if you don't know i don't but uh you'll you'll surprise me with a cousin 10 15 years into this relationship sure <laughs> yeah sure yeah no that comes up uh like my mom a couple of them were in town and my mom went to lunch with them and uh you know her her sister-in-law i guess and when she told me the name i was like who <laughs> she's like your cousin and i was like i don't know who that is have I met them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Best of luck to them. So, yeah. Whoever the hell they are. Their, their eight or nine was sprinkled across like uh, 20 years. So that gives you at least a, maybe a little more of a chance. Like, I don't think all nine of them were ever in the same house. Okay. Okay. But there was, you know, it was a, a rolling time of like, all right, well, this one moved out a year ago. Now we have an, our last one. Yeah, I mean, so, you don't get to thirteen. I mean, obviously, you can't do thirteen, 13 in like yeah. two years. You know, well, it's in thirteen, you can't do. I mean, you're even more limited, right? Because if we're talking about uh, thirteen, nine month gestation uh, plus the recovery time, there's just no way. Like, you're going to have eleven kids most of the time. Yeah, until the yeah. very, very end. Yeah, no, I mean, like he was a junior in college, and I think he was like third or fourth oldest. And while we were roommates. He had another younger brother, like to get to 13. Yeah, full-on uh, Musk plan. And I do think my grandfather thought it was like a dick-measuring contest. Yeah. Like he was real alpha. He doesn't and, seem like he would be doing many things for the right reasons. Well, no, I mean, he was like, uh, it depends on how you look at people, right? Like, I mean, he was a sweet guy uh, who just had really shitty childhood himself. Mm -hmm. left Allentown at 18. I don't know that he ever had much, if any, contact with his parents ever again. Yeah. You Jordan. said Allentown? Yeah. He's from Pennsylvania and he made it here? Yeah. Or there's an Allentown, Texas? No. There probably is an Allentown, Texas. My family is from Pennsylvania for uh, after immigrating. I mean, I'm sure you told me that Because, yeah, his parents weren't born here. They were born in Poland. Okay. So they came here. What would uh, you like about Texas? I think it was military. Like, okay. I think he got stationed somewhere around here, and then that's the same thing that happened with my dad's dad, too. Military. Nuclear command? No, he was an MP. Oh. A narc. That's the top ACAB. 
Did <laughs> I don't think he was real committed to it. <laughs> yeah. I think he was uh he was more of a do whatever you want. He was only in for the minimum amount of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh the point is if you think about what nighttime is like, because I don't know if did you guys follow moms on call at all? Never mind. Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the sleep schedule that people use. Like we had an extremely oh, regimented no. sleep schedule for the first like two months. No, we read the book and it didn't feel like it was for us. And from two months on. I certainly watched from afar. Like, you yeah. know, we're, we're still <laughs> not getting through the night every night. I mean, it's a different deal. She was going through the night all the time before yeah. and then just decided. Yeah, it's, everybody's got their scary. own challenges. But we're going to do it again because by like six to eight weeks, she was sleeping 12 hours a night, no problem. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm curious. Just I'm, I'm always blown away. Like, I would just think, and I'm just so constantly wrong about it, obviously, that uh, like, you know, good techniques are good techniques. Like, they're going to work on everyone. But like every person I've ever encountered that's talked about the experience of having two children was surprised at times by the differences between the children. I'm not expecting it to go copy-paste. Yeah. I'm frankly not. But my point is just... <laughs> At uh, for the first like eight weeks, you scale it back, but like you you're told to put the baby down at ten. Mm-hmm. Like the way the naps stagger, mm-hmm. our bedtime process now starts or evening process starts at about six. Okay, with dinner, uh, get all okay, that made cleaned up. Sure, sure. Uh, start bath at about seven. Yeah. We're out of bath. We're reading books. She's in the bed. I leave. Kristen leaves at about eight fifteen. And now adding, because I'm done at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, what are we doing? Are we going to bed? We're going to watch a TV show, go to bed right after that. And now we are at least playing two more periods of overtime. And I don't think she can do that on her own for the first couple months. Like, I don't think I can be gone at night too much. Yeah, when you're sketching that out, I, I don't know that the, the two of you like i know right it seems like a big task yeah we're (laughs) definitely gonna have to but don't worry it only lasts like a year or two (laughs) yeah at least at least although once you get them walked back to like at some point we we scaled nora back to eight or maybe at one point it was seven the point is the first month's gonna be a shit show yeah do you want to watch our viral video of the week I'd love to watch her viral video. You probably already saw this as a big TikTok guy. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. I don't remember. It's just, uh, so what we have here is a white girl, and she's wearing a bandana, and she's got lashes on. She's clearly going for what you might describe as her uh, uh, perception of an urban look, and also kind of Rasta. Okay, yeah, I was, you know, some hippie. Maybe some hippie, but I also kind of feel hippie like that's and Ross merged the same thing. Yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and she's just she's got some lyrics. She's got a rap. Oh, okay. Rip Barbie. Cool. Period. And with every ash, he uh, sticks a tongue to the side. That's just verse one, baby. She's heating up. Not much of a chorus. Period. 
You know, at this level of production, it's kind of grating to me. But if she could find studio time, yeah, <laughs> right. I am period. You are period. No, 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 no. I, I don't want this. You are period. My <laughs> bag is period. Your bag is period. 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 Tie it all together. Yeah, that is back to the good stuff. Yeah, there's not much. I like you can tell. It doesn't really develop. Well, I mean, I was scared when it developed to the point that it did a second ago. Got a little offbeat there too, despite. Okay, yeah, sorry. I mean, you know, probably not her like fiftieth song she's written. No, but. But this is why you don't put it on the internet I if it's time P-I. one. You okay, you stop P-I. it. I, I don't want it. <laughs> no, nah, it's pretty much I started, uh, I started thinking when I saw that, like, how old would you say this girl is? Like 15? 14? Oh, I, I thought she might be in her 20s. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. But who knows? I, I don't have any idea. She looked like a child, a teen child, a confused teen child to me. Yeah, and, I have no idea. And it started making me think, like... Uh, you know, it's pretty inevitable. Well, who knows if TikTok will still be around, but it's pretty likely that our kids will be on TikTok. I bet that the nature of the game is that, yeah, it'll be some entirely unanticipated, like whatever, like, you know, a much more like hyper version of TikTok. And it'll probably still be owned by Facebook. Hopefully not, but yeah. Because I've, from what I've been told, Instagram is morphing into TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, you know, I've seen some all comments. of this uh, shouldn't be of your concern, right? It's not. Yeah. It's not. But uh, I was thinking like, okay, let's say you got like a 13-year-old daughter and this is like what makes her happy. And you're like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. Do whatever with your hair. Put on whatever necklace. Put on, I mean, I might have to give you a slight word on appropriation, but even that I'm probably not even going to get into it mm-hmm. until you're a little bit older. But do you you're a little bit older? I don't yeah. think this is. I mean, I don't know. The whole like, I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna let uh, I'm trying to think of I'm not gonna let my kid like uh, think that wearing a sombrero to school is cool. I'm probably gonna be like, ah, man, just I'm gonna explain something to you. Like, some people would kind of take that as you making fun of them, and like, you don't want to make people feel like that, right? Like, there's a, yeah. there's a way you can. You can appreciate stuff, and I know like this is a t- tricky one to explain, but we don't want to make anybody feel like we're making fun of them, you know? So let's just do what we can to avoid yeah, that. Yeah, Sobrero is a great example. <laughs> There's been lots and lots of other ones of people getting in trouble for things, and I'm just like, so like what? What's the stand? What's the, it's a what, sticky wicket. What are we going for here? It's just a sticky not wicket. Not acknowledging that there's not like, you know, fucking ripping Adele apart because she's wearing a bikini with the Jamaican flag on it and like a hairstyle, like her, her hair's up. Like, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that they would say with a straight face that what they think she's doing is making fun of Jamaican people. I think it's pretty clear <sighs> she's pro Jamaica. Yeah. Now, what are her other, like, what are her intentions? Respecting Jamaica. It's an odd way to do it, but whatever. I'm generally with I think she's saying you. Jamaica's cool and she wants to like be cool. And so she, like, you know, it's part of like the uh, – like, What if somebody thought like slaves were cool? Uh, they're like, I'm going to – If they did, I Halloween mean like – this year. Well, 
that's I mean, which I've seen by the way. The Halloween costume is never like I think this is cool. Like Halloween is always like got some level of like, isn't it funny? Like you, you're picking your costume because you're like, you know, that's true. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. Like I just, it, it doesn't seem like uh, you know, what with with a great thing for Jamaica is is if we make it so that anytime someone does something that uh you know is like jamaica's cool that we're like shut the fuck up you have no right to talk about jamaica <laughs> appropriation uh, aside but like the word appropriation is like to some extent being like you know you you're you like this is our cool life force it's wrong if you try to take it and like that's not how life force works it's not a it's not a zero sum thing it's extremely positive sum if all of us think that it's cool and like participate in how cool it is, it's a boon, you know? I don't know. I mean, again, I generally just try to live my life in a way that's like, uh, I don't really, uh, this is not that important to me. So if it uh, bothers someone else, particularly someone who's had the, perhaps the country they came from ruined by people that look like me, I'll just be like, I don't give a fuck. Those fucking Twitter people, most of them probably aren't even from Jamaica, dude. Yeah, I don't know. They're probably fucking white. <laughs> you may be right but my point is appropriation aside if you saw this on your kids tiktok account like do you here's what i'm asking is our, yeah, yeah, yeah. is our modern is our duty as the modern father uh who may not have totally grown up on the internet but i mean i've kind of worked in the internet mm-hmm. uh for a long time do you owe it to your child to sit down and be like hun you're getting fucking smoked like you're getting dunked on by the entire world right now and i know that's not what you wanted out of this um but everyone thinks you're a clown and it's uh, definitely case by case i know and you don't see it until it goes up and you know lightning fast she could already have been fucking uh you know sean bradley with tracy mcgrady by the time you uh you get to her and she just you know glass all over no i mean do you owe it to your kid to be like dude don't don't embarrass yourself on the internet. And I'm not even talking about like, I don't want you to do it. And I'm not even talking about like, don't be young. Just. This is weird. This is, this is weak content and people know it. I was earlier saying that I am, uh, you know, constantly surprised that uh, one child is different from another. But uh, I, I I would give the, the answer that I give to all of it, which is, uh, you know, you know that, that they are different and uh, that we should just uh, respect those differences. This is. Not great that someone's fucking. Someone uh, trying to steal my car. Oh, that was prompt. Yeah. All right. Good. Um. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, because there's a kind of like a uh, the thing I'm thinking of is uh, yesterday I was listening to uh you know the podcast that you recommended that I now love Two Bears One Cave, and uh this was not the most recent episode but the one that came out last week, and uh, Bert was talking about how uh you know his his daughter has always said that whenever did you hear this the the she can curse when she's 16. I know they mentioned that. I, d- I only heard the start of the episode uh, okay. when <laughs> when he got uh, mistaken for a 12-year-old boy because of his clothes. <laughs> yeah, how great was that? <laughs> Which, like, Kristen has said something similar to me before. She's like, man, you dress like a, a little kid. <laughs> yeah. Your little shorts yeah. and your T-shirts and your little tennis shoes. Like, you know, you don't have the appearance of a man. <laughs> yeah. No, that is an incredible moment that a, a man from afar off went to his wife and was like, so does your son like the car? <laughs> and he's like 47. Yeah, dude, he's in his 50s. <laughs> he's surprisingly old. So you can curse when you're 16. 
Yeah, yeah. That he, seems like a bad idea. It's like she had always put that on herself. Like it's not that he was ever like, you can curse when you're 16. She was just like, those are the rules. I'm looking forward to when I'm 16 and I can curse. And uh, so whenever she turned 16, they uh, were like, you know, what's the big one going to be? And she just blurts out the C word. Just gives <laughs> a hard, hard C word. And Look, uh, I've been fucking pent up. <laughs> yeah, and, and they had a video of it. And uh, he, like, put it out because, you know, it's funny. And he's a comedian and his job is to make, you know, funny content. And so uh, <laughs> she, uh, like, came to him and was like, this is getting too big. You got to take it down now. And uh, I, the, the, the agreement, which is like, you know, I like, you are, like, so clearly out of the, the entire game that I don't know that it's, like, bad for you. You're just, like, uh, giving up that territory. But she was like, you have to take it off TikTok. It's fine if you leave it, leave it on Instagram. No one I know is ever going to fucking see it there. Yeah. <laughs> um, that makes sense. But uh, but her her thing was like uh, you know I don't want to be a meme I don't want to be like if if it becomes too big I'm like the girl that said the c word and like everywhere I go they're like oh it's c word girl and it's that's like, fair that's fair but his thing was like he was shocked like you know of course he acquiesced and was happy to do whatever she did but he was like my whole life all I wanted to do was be a meme like the second I heard that memes exist I was like how do I get to be one of those. <laughs> Uh, and I just, I think that like both of those exist, you know, like there are people that definitely are like, you know, positive or negative. It's all attention. Like the, you know, hopefully fucking everyone hears about it. So like, there's definitely like a version of that girl is like, hell yeah, I got exactly what I wanted. The most number of people to see this video possible. And like now, now they know, now my name's on the map. Uh, which, which type do you think that, uh, <laughs> that prod from... Uh, when Hillary lost, which type of person do you think she is? The uh, on the lady down on her hands and knees. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I have remember that. You know, I've tried to forget the whole thing. I'm a different guy. I can show you. Although, uh, you know what? I kind of failed you because I had written down why well, I didn't fail you. <laughs> Uh, frontier communications failed yeah, it's not like yeah it was the company's fault yeah uh but i had uh jake I had, doesn't have internet anymore i had watch gutless uh written down this lady you know her right i think it's a gutsy yeah oh yeah, gutsy yeah. women gutless yeah. that's the show i'm gonna make <laughs> gutless women? Gut, gutless women <laughs> just, <laughs> it's about all the women that have look at the, these fucking <laughs> pussies gutless women just taking Whatever, uh, whatever here, I'm you're told. I'm, I'm here today to tell you about Miranda who hasn't gotten off the couch in a while. <laughs> no guts, this one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they put them all out at once. Did you know they were going to do that? No, I didn't. So it's not even like a, a slow roll. And uh, episode one is Megan the Stallion. Wow. Yeah, she is gutsy. So there's a, a scenario I don't think I would agree to be on it. Where Hillary, Chelsea, Megan and Megan the Stallion sit down and talk. So we'll have that for next week. That's for next week. I should Pending watch all that of them. I have next, internet. All of them? No, we'll just roll out just one Megan every couple Stallion. weeks. Okay. If I have internet by then. Yeah. My whole neighborhood is uh, without internet now. You can bring the family over. Shit, dude. We have. A if group my mom didn't gutsy. live down the street, yeah, I, I might just do that. Oh, hers? She's far enough away that she's outside of the, the different black company. Zone? Okay. Different company. Shit, so. dude. I might be fucking calling them, being like, "How long does it take to switch?" 
I don't know. It's just uh, such a headache. If they're telling me it'll be fixed sometime and the other place is like, we can have your service on tomorrow. They wouldn't. You can get that stuff turned around pretty quick. And I think ours is the only one that offers fiber in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. So if we're if we're talking about sacrificing speeds, yeah, then come on. Sort of insanity is this? Yeah, I mean, I you know I don't know what kind of fucking backwards ass poor shit this whole having a cable to cut is. We just get it through the air. So uh, I didn't just listen to this in from space, but I just wanted to tell you that uh, Diamond and Silk had Papa John on their podcast. Oh wow! <laughs> How have we not listened to Diamond and Silk before now? I know, but this one I will eventually go through. I just wanted to say the sentence that I just said. That's good. To you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy that we're in a place where we can have that said out loud. Yeah, yeah. More on the reckoning later. Yeah. I mean, I have a bunch of stuff, but I feel like you got a big list over there, and you got some audio too. No, I don't really have a big list. I was what I was saying about okay. the audio is I want to do the audio tomorrow, even okay. though we are going to be in different places. Okay, no worries. Um, but I do have. Uh, I I did. I I I want to talk about Robert Sarver. <laughs> Will you let me talk about Robert Sarver briefly? That's fine with me. Okay, I'm somewhat of an expert. You guys been? Has this been a hot topic on the show? Um. Well, we did it today. Vampire uh, mode has really hurt my show listening. What is that? Oh yeah, okay. You're that's what you're calling it now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sounds pe- pretty tight, right? Some people go beast mode. Yeah, dude. Sicko mode. You're you're going vampire. The mode. fact that I'm utterly failing at like establishing a sleep schedule. I mean, whatever. I you know, I like it. What? Yeah. I I I over the weekend I had a couple solid blocks, but outside of that, probably about three or four times a month. I get seven hours in a row now. Yeah. The I'm, rest of the time, it's four and four, three and four. Dude, football season fucks my shit up. Yeah. Because, I mean, I got home at like one fifteen Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still got to be up 6.30 to get the kid up. And then I have an article due Tuesday morning, so I got up at 3.30 Tuesday mm. after going to bed at 10 to write that, get done at 7.30. And then so last night, we tried to go back to normal, which was a lot easier without internet. Uh, yeah, you better be careful of the central intelligence agency is going to drain you and hang you up outside of Manila. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bodega. <laughs> this is going to be really authentic. Yeah. Uh, he's calling to, himself a This vampire. one doesn't sleep. It's yeah. good enough. Uh, yeah. So we, we talked about Robert Sarver today. We didn't get to it yesterday, but we definitely were all over the story when Baxter Holmes wrote it, uh, back in November. Yes. And I believe that even before that was when I had uh, found on True Hoop the funeral slash roast. Of Robert Sarver? No, of a guy named Dick Heckman, who was a minority partner in the Phoenix Suns. Okay. And he had passed away during COVID, and they were unable to have a, a funeral for him. So I guess he just got buried. And then some months later, they had a memorial service for him. Now... After the fact, after Henry Abbott gleefully published this, mm-hmm. uh, Heckman's widow, which I believe was his second wife and much, much younger, based on the images I saw, mm-hmm. was like, hey, you're taking this out of context. We meant this to be like a fun, funny roast type thing. Yeah. Because Sarver got up there and all he talked about was how much Heckman fucked. Tight. Included a detail uh, about how three weeks after they bought the team together, he came in Steve Nash's sock in the locker room. Yeah, that's probably not true. Uh, it's 
it, it, it was rumored, and then he confirmed it that day. He came in Steve Nash's sock? Like, they were nailing chicks uh, in the locker room of the of the team oh, okay, they had just okay. bought because they're like, we okay. can just, we got everything. Dude, that would be tight. And, uh, like, Heckman's daughters, like, fucked every like... cheerleader. Wait, what? Heckman's, excuse me, Heckman's sons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Like, Okay. Now you want to see. Wow, what a, what a fucking modern world we've been catapulted into now. So, uh, that audio was actually how we previewed uh, the NBA Finals the year before. <laughs> That's right. Okay. <laughs> that was the only thing we did on the series on the, the day of the game. So you guys are great. I'm locked in. Uh huh. On Bob Sarver. Yeah. No, I think I feel the, like you're about to have a really questionable take, and I am extremely excited for it. No, no, okay. no, don't, don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'd like to. I, I, I'm. Fully bought in that there's a, a rich pageantry of details about the uh, the case, but I'm I'm more I'm just thinking about it through the lens of uh, whatever else immediately went to, which is like, how is this any different from Donald Sterling? And most people are saying that in like an incredulous, there is no difference. So obviously Sarver should have the team taken from him, and uh, I agree with them, but. The people making the decision are creating a distinction between the two. So I'm just interested in what the, that distinction is to them. And uh, I have long thought that things like public relations and like crisis management, and not not like, you know, uh, crisis management as it applies to like the uh, the hurricane that hit Puerto Rico. Good I crisis think management. That, that's, that's a worthy field. Uh, the people who it's just like, you know, fucking uh, your wife had her sex tape leak, you know. Like, Waste of time. I'm not sure that uh, it's a crisis in its own way. <laughs> and of course, my heart goes out. But, you know, whatever. It's, yeah. It's, and so I, I think that all of those are fucking fake email jobs, right? Yes. Like uh, you, you're just, you know, these people have a bunch of money. They got to spend it somewhere. If you show up with your, you know, well, snake oil could solve this problem. Yeah. Uh, Very then, similar to the idea of like uh, looking for Natalie Holloway, search firm, good idea. Uh -huh. Looking to replace Dave Aranda, mm. search firm, <laughs> waste of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm totally with you. It's a it's a fake email job. That's a good way to put it. Uh, and so that's been my uh, stance. But looking at these things, I have to concede, like, whatever money that Robert Sarver spent on someone telling him how to navigate this in a non-Donald Sterling way was money well spent. It meant he got to keep his basketball team. And I think that, like, because you can see the strategy, like... Basically, I think there's two important distinctions between Sarver and Sterling, which to me, neither of them is like a difference, you know, like clearly both men are fucking have views that I don't think are acceptable. And then the really interesting case is the Atlanta Hawks one, because I've always thought that that was a bit yeah. of an overreach. Like and certainly I think that the other NBA owners are looking at it like Jesus Christ, what an overreach. So that was Danny Ferry was involved. I don't remember the owner's name, and they were mad that there were too many black people at their games. Something about that. I think they, they also, also had like a black people night, but like the way that they were treating that, yeah, was less than fully sensitive. I think they also had. I, I don't remember the specifics of this, but they also. I don't said, think they ever said anything like, you know, what the problem is? There's too many black people at the games. It was something where, like, if you looked want, at it one way, you could sort of see that, and uh, 
but the, the whole thing is like Sterling is like quite clearly like I don't want you associating with black people to his mistress, you know, like and I, I think that uh, the, the Hawks thing, it was not that direct. It was more like, well, it's open to interpretation and one interpretation is. I'm, you're, I'm pausing because it looks like you're reading. No, I'm listening. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Well, uh, anyways, I certainly looking at Sterling and Sarver. Uh, I think that the you know the, the two important distinctions are one, uh, Sarver listened to the PR people telling him like just let this die. Like, I don't think that he talked about it much. Right? Like, okay. So the Sterling thing was you know he made the comments or the tape came out. Uh, a week later, like he doesn't have the team anymore. Whenever you can get it into, we're launching a full investigation. This is going to take the time it's going to take. Like they didn't need that. Like their their investigation for Sterling was like, I mean, LeBron's mad. It, well, and what I'm getting at, like, it's like you know, they just submit the Anderson Cooper interview. You know, like he went, like he was Holy like, shit, I forgot about that. How could you forget about that? That's amazing. It's what we've staked our name on. That's true. It's being the constant, uh, and, the people who keep it top of mind. To hear that again. Once soon. said that uh, Magic Johnson. Well, he's got AIDS. <laughs> um, like uh you know that at that point like they weren't like we gotta let the process play out they were like his team's gone we'll figure out the details later um and just the way that sarver let this go into the let the process play out like you letting like i i certainly if you search the like the people who are going to tweet 20 times a day about the nba anyways are going to have something to say about it it's not front page that Robert Sarver, like you weren't coming in here today being like, well, obviously Tease is going to demand to talk about Sarver. It's too big a story. You have to cover it. Yeah, you're right. The, the PR angle of it, I'm sure, has something to do with it. Although I did hear, I don't know how true this is. I did see one of the NBA reporters saying that he was not fucking happy with a year and a $10 million fine. Like he was uh, indignant that he has to miss any time at all. Of course. So, of course, but that's after it's already come out, not in the lead up to it. And maybe the way he handled it uh, during the lead up is why he only got a year rather than having his basketball team taken from him. Because I'm sure he'd be more mad if he lost the basketball team. You would have already heard from him. Yeah. So I, I think that, you know, like he probably if, if he's, uh, you know, rational whatsoever, he was going into this like he hired someone to be like, all right, what do I have to do? You know, preferably to get nothing, but like to to decrease the chances they take away my basketball. Because I don't remember really them showing him at games last year. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. And I mean, the Suns are obviously on national TV all Did the time. Did they ever show, like, does he go to games? Uh, I mean, I was uh, familiar with what he looked like before all this came down. Okay. But, you know, they were showing Balmer a lot. They show Cuban all the time. Yeah, um, but those are guys that appear to give a shit about the fact they have a basketball team. That's true, too. So a couple... Like he's a, a really bad owner. A couple points of context. Um, governor. Governor. That's right. Managing governor. I saw someone making a fantasy football joke, and in the joke, just referred to fantasy football team governors as governors. Yeah. I it mean, was really distracting the, from the, the joke. The woke left. Uh, so, uh, here's the thing. I don't really know anything about Robert Sarver outside of the Suns. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. I assume it's private equity. If I had to yeah. take a guess, and I'm, I'm going to assume also that his family had money. Mm -hmm. Donald Sterling was a, uh, multi-decade, uh, racist slumlord. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's weird to me that it took the V. Stiviano tape before, like, for example, LeBron got mad about it. Yeah. Like, in, there were several players after that came out that were like, yeah, he would walk through, like, with his, you know, old white friends and be yeah. like, look at this big, strong fella here and, like, touch our muscles. I think you'd call them bulls. Yeah. I think he did. It's I wasn't going to. But, yeah. uh, bad. So, it's weird to me that the 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 players of and the NBA. Just, what a weird thing! That's it's very Trump. Like, oh yeah, the way that Trump is like Latently impressed homoerotic. with like any kind of son. Just like if it's the smallest man in the world or the biggest, they're right. like, look at him. Look at this. Look, little, at, this. look at this guy. He's a little. Isn't runt. it something? This is, I just <laughs> you ever I'm seen this? Tickled. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's such a weird thing. They just gotta be like, wow, they are so tall. Well, this, I look at this. I think the base the base of it is that. Uh, adult human beings often male who view other people as not people yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i mean because that definitely checks out for both of them yeah but so anyways the nba had wanted to be rid of uh sterling for a long time like a long long time he's a terrible person terrible owner yeah had but that's a thing you know but i think sarver is in yeah he's not anywhere near sterling but i i don't think that they like the he owns the Suns. Probably not. It's not good for the league. It's, the, it's the, probably he owns not. the Suns. But I would make the case that if you were just looking at the audio that came out from Donald Sterling or the investigation of Donald of Robert Sarver, Sarver's infractions are infinitely worse. Infinitely worse. You think so? Donald Sterling said to his girlfriend, I don't care if you have sex with black guys. Please don't bring Magic Johnson to the games. You just don't make it so that anyone knows. And, and shockingly, he I, did not use the N-word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Even in the Anderson Cooper thing. He, <laughs> yeah, I he mean. Didn't, he didn't come close. I still can't believe it. Yeah, but do you need him to say it to know? No, but Sarver did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I, I understand. I really appreciate how intentional the NBA's investigation was in saying he was recounting conversations uh, that he had uh, heard others had. I mean, because this podcast continues to think that the use mentioned distinction is important, but continue. I think so. I mean, dude, honestly, we've talked about this a hundred times. Most white people who tell me uh, I've actually never uttered that word, I guess it's it's wrong for me to say I just don't believe them because to me, I didn't know until about five, six years ago that I probably shouldn't be singing that, that word in songs. We've said that before. I didn't know until probably seven, eight years ago that if you saw that in a quote, that you're you're not supposed to repeat it in a quote. Mm-hmm. Will fucking Farrell was on Saturday Night Live 20 years ago, dressed as Robert Goulet, saying the N-word on NBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not that long <laughs> ago, and he's still around. Yeah, and, you no, can and find no one's it. like, I hate it Will It never Farrell. comes up. Yeah. In fact... And also, it should like. Well, in fact, what came up was Jimmy Kimmel dressed as Carl Malone with blackface. Yeah, yeah which yeah. I don't know which of those two are worse, but I know which one of them re-entered their way into the public consciousness. So there's no rhyme or reason to any of this shit. No, at all. But yeah, I would say if you're a boss uh, at a company, especially a company that is owned or is a subsidiary in some way of the NBA, and you have 18 years of not just recounting the N-word, but just all the other shit, man. Like, you're a, if you're an employer, I think you should be able to be run for that. Like, all the sexual harassment, 
And then the fucking NBA being like, we don't believe any of this comes from a, a gender or racial uh, animus. Like, okay, who are you to decide what's in this guy's heart? I wish every single time a criminal appeared before court, they could be like, well, you know what? This didn't come from a bad place. And they're like, he just has a sophomore sense of humor. I mean, that is kind of what I want the standard to be. Like, that is what I will often refer to is like, you know, what's in Adele's heart? Does she hate Jamaicans or does she love Jamaicans? Yeah, man, but I think there's a... It's uh, hard. It's, like, you still whatever have to have rules. And some of the rules should be don't tell a woman that, hey, you're gonna, you're ugly because you're pregnant. You can't work that role anymore. Or don't drop your fucking shorts and have your dick out. Then in front I'd of say a guy it's just hard to establish that uh, he actually has a great heart. Well... Then that's why I wouldn't traffic in that sort of judgment at all. I yeah, would just say these I, are I the things you, you like, did, and it's a it's a quasi judicial proceeding, and right. like uh, having some kind of like you know if we're gonna have rules here, but I don't know. I I just I don't know what the other option is, but I I'm I'm I think the judicial proceedings are like uh, I don't think I don't feel like we've gotten it right. Like, you know, of we've, course not. we've got all this stuff around it, like what the way to approach this stuff is. And I, I don't know. I, I think that like maybe the, the problem is that we've, uh, you know, convinced ourselves of a fiction that, uh, that it's possible to get it right. Like, I agree with that. You just got to kind of look at everything. You know, you got to look at like, I don't I don't think that there should be a rule that like if the word comes out of your mouth, then you lose your NBA team. I honestly care about that way less than I do if. 50 60 people over a 15 year period who worked for you felt like you were making their life terrible by working for you then yeah. if there's a mechanism to have you fucking skedaddle then i would like to see that then mechanism I've, then like i feel like i've good get got good evidence of what's on your heart and like i don't like it and i don't want to be it but like you know then do you want to get like you always it's it's impossible not to try to translate that stuff into a standard that then can that has to be applied across the rest of the league, and so it's like that's true. Do you do you think that there's any situation where NBA owner or excuse me, I'm just nobody really cares I'm having about a hard that. time overcoming my race? Well, you were killing me on the Ukraine. That was mostly a joke, <laughs> um, but uh, and because Justin was mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the the rest of the governors are not they they don't want a, a heart test for whether or not they get to keep owning their team. No, they don't. And look, Cuban uh, got got out pretty easy. By easy, I mean nothing uh, mm -hmm. on that whole deal. But in his defense, he was not personally involved, according to anybody, in any of that stuff. This is actually yeah. Sarver. Zero belief for me on that. But well, yeah, it is important. None like, of the people in the investigation said, yeah, Cuban was the one saying this or that. So maybe he was, but nobody said anything about it. In this one, tons of people were willing to say it. And I just think if you're a boss and you make everybody's life shitty around you, I don't really care what happens to you. I don't care if it's fair or not. Like. Go get them. Yeah. Although, yeah. I don't know you if have you my saw, full support. Just, I, I just, you know, rather than sitting here and being like, confusing. Jake's right, uh, you know, I want to raise other points. Like I agree. the perspectives of the, of the government. It's messy. But the perspective of TC is certainly like, you know, if you're a bad boss, get fucked. Like everything that's bad coming to you now, should come to you. What do you think about this? Adam Silver today, uh, when, because he had a press conference and Howard Beck asked him basically, how is he able to continue in this role? When any one of the several things he did, and he did all of them, would get any one of us fired from our job. 
Adam uh, Adam it would be way funny if it was Adam Sandler. Adam Silver flat out said, "Yeah, he owns a team." Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, so it felt very much like a. If you're worried about this, Howard, start a fucking newspaper. Yeah, like you already know the answer to this. And rather than yeah, what, what's around, the point of accumulating money and power if not to have different rules? Like, right. come on. He's just like, yeah, well, uh, he flat out was like, it's it's different. <laughs> there are different rules. I think he actually said the phrase, there are different rules, which yeah. of course we all know there are. And everyone's like shocked, like different rules. And I'm like, yeah, like, uh, like in all of life. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I feel like most children understand this. But the indignant uh, NBA media thinking they can pull one over on Adam Silver. It's like, as I've said for many years, when people got mad at Trump for this or that, and I'm like, dude, the only reason to be president that I would ever want is to just kind of fuck around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he seemed to be the first one who kind of got it. He's yeah. not going out and fucking tirelessly campaigning for two years to just follow the put rules. In this work. Yeah. yeah. Like they put out a daily schedule and it was just nothing. It's like, I would do the exact same thing. God, that rules. He would do that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, like the Daniel, uh, I can't remember his name, the Canadian guy. He was like lie detector guy. Huh? Uh, the, he was a, a reporter in Toronto. His name's Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Dale. Yeah. 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 Uh, he very quickly, when Biden got elected, was like scurrying to publish his jam packed daily schedule. And it was just a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it's like, what are you going to appear here? He's going to shake this person's hand. Eat cottage cheese. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we get it, dude. Nobody cares. It's different than Trump's. We all would prefer Trump's. Yeah, well, I mean, if it is the president, I would prefer that he's doing stuff. I'm not giving him my tax dollars to sit around. I mean, he wasn't just sitting around. I feel like he was making was me laugh. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> he's he's back. Do you want to? Uh, well, I just clarification we... on Atlanta, real quick. Sure. This is the email from their owner uh, to I want to say like their sales staff and game ops. Point four. Uh, the first couple of years we on the team, it, I didn't focus much on game ops. Then one day a light bulb went off. Went digging. And to why our season ticket base is so small, I was told it was because we can't get 35 to 55-year-old white males and corporations to buy season tickets, and they are the primary demo for season ticket holders around the league. When I push further, folks generally shrug their soldier, uh, shoulders. Then I started looking around our arena during games and noticed the following. It's 70% black. The cheerleaders are black. The music is hip-hop. At the bars, it's 90% black. There are few fathers and sons at the game. We are doing after-game concerts to attract more fans, and the concerts are always hip-hop or gospel. So he pretty much said exactly what I thought he said, which was, this is too black. He said, yeah, I looked at other yeah, arenas. That's good. Even DC, with its affluent black community, oh, no. never has more than a 15% black audience. Oh, no. He's like, look, they got rich ones. <laughs> yeah, and and they're them. still finding a way to keep them away. Yeah, yeah. What do we have to do? I mean, he's certainly couching <laughs> it so, in the not so racist. Not like I I believe that these people are lesser. He's just like look. He's just like listen, business. But uh, you know that it leads to the same result, and for that reason, you must still guard your heart against that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> uh, it, it's just you can see how that's drastically different from Donald Sterling. And the same thing. They're like, well, they broke the Sterling rule. And I'm like, did they? But I don't know. Yeah, no, you, you're right. I I just, it, I don't know. You know, like, 
if you start asking me, like, what do I think? Like, I think that every team should have the uh, the Green Bay model. Like, you know, I, I, I think that the whole fucking idea that there's like, so just all of this is going to be so drastically different from what I would prefer that I don't even really think about what I, like, I don't care what I would prefer. <laughs> I, I, so I just do default to like, what do you think these guys who actually decide? What do you think that they think about this? Because my opinion doesn't matter at all. And because the only one that matters is the opinions of the other governors. So like, what do you, so that's how I usually couch it. And if I am them, like, dude, they're fucking number one in the, like, uh, well, you know, for business reasons. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, you know, the first duty I have is not as a human or a a good person. It's as a uh, representative of the shareholders. And the shareholders would like it if we had hired season ticket sales in order to do that, you know? And so, like, uh, I, I would think that, like, they're going to fucking absolutely die on the hill of I can do whatever I want for the shareholders, even if it's whatever. Unless you get burned and then you have to uh, pay your pittance by changing your policies a la less titties with the Mavs dancers mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. some dudes Although, mixed in. And you, you can dragging, kicking, and screaming. Slowly ramp the titties back up as we go along. I, I honestly feel like they've already done that. Like from year one post SI to where we are now. We're I, not back to the same. We're not back to the same. But yeah. I think like year one, it was basically like a breakdance crew. Mm-hmm. Like there were pants, you know, like full pants. I uh, and like a lot more dudes, and I think every year I just wish just they like would have gone to quantitative easing, like uh, ankle length jean skirts, and they just kind of like move their Little shoulders, jig. and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a, a dance. It's like mainly the feet. You know, <laughs> uh, you up on this rail strike? I'm aware there's a rail strike. Yeah, not here, right? Or is it here? It's Wife here? was uh, quite solemn last night. Oh, because of the rail strike? Yeah. She's like, do you know about this? Have you seen this, Kev? I'm See, like, I, really. I guess I'm not up on the rail strike because I thought you meant uh, the UK. Oh, no. But, the, but it, yeah, your wife wouldn't care. I mean, she might care a little bit. Yeah. So Surely uh, she exports from the UK in her import-export business, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much they're actually worth in the export game. I mean, they don't do anything. That's a great point. Anything. Uh, yeah, so... But they're still going to make Biden take a bus to the funeral. I saw a tweet about that that was like, they're all on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all of them. Where's fucking Keanu Reeves when you need him? I guess Keanu's not the one that was bombing it. I don't know. I've never seen Speed. I saw it recently for the first time. And it's, I bet it's good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah I want to see it. It's really good. Uh no, so who's bombing the bus? Or don't tell me. I don't want spoilers. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't want spoilers for speed. speed. It came out twenty five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> this guy, yeah, pure cinema, cinema file. Um, no, so this is this is uh, we talked about. Wait, this. quick tea before we move off the yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, we're already kind of, but just I, I repeatedly said there's two things that are different, and I haven't said the second thing, so I want to close that okay. loop. Uh, the second thing is that we don't have Sarver on audio. Like, if Sarver said the N-word in front of a recorder, it would have been a week later, team's gone, right? Yes, so there's no doubt. Those are the two lessons. For any owners out there listening, uh, you know, you want to let the process play out, 
like drag on as long as possible. And uh, a key way to make that happen is don't say the N-word on tape. Back uh, to you. Well, I was also going to say it wouldn't even have to be the N-word. Any of the other stuff that he's listed as saying in there, he'd be run for that too. Just if you could get a multimedia presentation about what a shitbag you are, like you're fucked. Like if, if, if we're getting, yeah, any of these incidents, we're getting audio, video, something, just whatever the news is putting together their news, like they're, they're like, you know, they're asking like this story, do we, do we have something that makes it pop? Yeah. And if it's just someone heard him say, yeah, like that's just, it doesn't pop. We call this, uh, the theory of Ray Rice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my wife works in logistics, and she was really distraught last what night. What does that even mean? And she, they move stuff. <laughs> they move stuff. And so uh, she's like, man, this is going to be really, really bad. Really bad for me. Really bad for everybody. And I was like, oh. Not if we fucking meet their demands? We're going to get to that. Okay. So I start looking into it a little bit, and uh, it's not that – like, th- there is a New York Times article about it. Mm-hmm. Two days ago, there was a Washington Post article about it, but I haven't seen this covered like on the news at all. It mm-hmm. will be starting today or tomorrow. I mean, I thought that it was British, so. Yeah, yeah. right? So uh, for some background, like 30% of cargo in this country travels on rail. I would have guessed higher. Uh, well, then you add in trucking and it's like another 30, 40%. It's mostly truck and train. Yeah. I think a lot of people think of like cargo planes as being a, because they you see them. Like the trains and trucks keep, the American supply chain, like moving. Yeah. And she's dealt with this before. With Our like, uh, tour of the Southwest, there's train tracks running next to us pretty much the whole, the way. whole time. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm keenly aware. She's dealt with this before with like port strikes. I got my finger on the pulse of the, 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 the Southwest of America. Yeah. Your full ranch sacked. Uh, so uh, the federally mandated cooling off period ends tomorrow or Friday, excuse me. That's great. At which point they're going to strike. Uh-huh. And when they do, uh, save for possibly the Biden administration being able to, well, they've already intervened. They have a guy there trying to work it out. I think uh, Pete's involved. Uh, well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I, I just, you know, Joe being Joe, like, how is he going to let this happen on his watch? Well, that's the thing. Who's a bigger fan of the American railway? He's in a tough spot because it's also going to for a lot? completely. There's no way they're asking for a lot. No, they're not. They're, it's going to completely cripple the economy. Yeah, so just meet the demands. So here's the crazy thing about it. So there's like eight unions that represent rail workers and okay. freight line workers. And this is actually pretty cool. Uh, and all eight of them have, I believe, agreed to the mediated increases in wages. Okay. However, two of them are holding out over basically the way that their companies are allowed to treat them which I didn't know this. So if you're a conductor or anybody who works on a train or train line, you are on call 24-7, 365. You are allowed to be asked to work without a day off up to 14 days straight with uh, 12-hour day shifts. Based on seniority, you know, obviously, you're going to have anywhere from three to five weeks of paid vacation a year. Um. See, I saw a post from a guy uh, last night. He said he's been there uh, nine years and he has four weeks. But they don't get weekends because they're on call 24-7, seven days a week. Uh, I think that's implied in the seven. Uh, And they uh, get, I think, like nine personal days a year, all of which have to be scheduled ahead of time. And they don't all get the nine. 
Uh, I've seen different uh, rail lines that offer that, different ones that don't. But the point is, you have to schedule a va- like for me, for example, I can't take vacation unless I turn it in like a month early. Mm-hmm. Theirs is the same way. Mm-hmm. So if you have a doctor's visit, or you have a funeral, or you have a sick child, you are uh, not allowed to take off. And if you do, it's unpaid and it's part of their point system. You've heard of companies that have this before? I guess, yeah. Where like, however many absences you have, how for advancement, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and if and if you uh, accrue enough points in the red, you're automatically fired. Yeah, I that, that, yeah, keep striking. Don't fucking let them have that system. So six of the uh, six of the unions agreed, and two of them didn't. And the sounds other sounds like six fucking cuck unions. Well, they're all going to strike with them. Good. Well, yeah, of course, dude. They said if uh, we agree to it, but if uh, we don't all agree to it, what's the fucking point of a union if not? Then we're all striking. Yeah. And so Biden's issue, obviously, is and that how you really get this stuff working is if you don't stop there. Like, uh, yeah, I think it's like illegal. I'm not a lawyer in American law currently. What to blow they up? A... Change the. They should change those laws. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking something different. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm just saying like uh, if, you know, you know what? We should do this. We should strike. No podcast until this comes back. Just put a little extra pressure. But that's how this stuff, what you like, uh, whatever you listen to the Brunigs, they'll, they'll give uh, good coverage of uh, whatever is something like this happens over there in the Nordics of like, uh, the, the one I remember is, uh, or there, there's two big ones. One of them was more recent than the, the, the classic example was uh, McDonald's came into one of the countries and was like, uh, yeah, we're going to open some McDonald's, but uh, we're not going to do unions. McDonald's doesn't do unions. And the like uh, response from the you know collective entire workers of the country was like, oh, yeah, we'll see about that. And like if you work at a port and like something that comes in for McDonald's, you set it aside. It's not getting delivered. You know, like yeah. if, you're, if you're an electrician, the McDonald's is like, we're opening up a new McDonald's. We need we need some fucking electrician work done. He's like, yeah, whenever you fucking agree to the union contract, we can talk about that. Like just every single person involved in anything is like, no, we don't work with people who don't like uh, who aren't supporting their workers. And so, you know, if it's not just that the other six uh, railway unions it's the, you know, fucking the frontier cable guy that the Jake's depending on to fix his cable is like, yeah, we'll fix it right whenever that fucking union contract gets agreed to. Yeah, it's just tough when it's something so big. Like, apparently there's... Because absolutely, like, this is great. I'm sorry, I don't mean the... But no, just, you're good. Uh, this is a wonderful example. Like, that's fucked up. Like, they don't, there's nothing that says, there's nothing about the railway industry that makes it so that it has to be that way. Uh, like you could just like, you know, just have more people put more fucking effort into schedule. Like all of that stuff is just making it so that the manager's jobs are easier, not like, uh, make it so that railways are possible, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, well, who, this is going to be a pain in someone's ass. The fact that we have to constantly run these trains and, you know, do whatever, uh, is it going to be a pain in the worker's ass and the management's ass and the management's like, you know, well, we're going to fucking fuck up your entire life. Make it so that you fucking can't go to your dad's funeral uh you know because like it just would be a little bit of a burden for us to fucking have to hire more people in our and whatever i i don't think that make uh, a little bit less money yeah i i don't think that railways are just like uh sitting on this giant pile of cash i I don't know dude 
No, like BNSF and they companies are? like that. Okay, they are fucking owned by Warren Buffett. I am, I am just thinking of Amtrak and like that's wrong. That's entirely different. Like it's a yeah. So yeah, you're right. You're right. I um, mean, Amtrak is small potatoes compared to these companies. In fact, Amtrak yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't going to be quite as well. Here's the thing with Amtrak: they don't own most of their lines. They run on lines that these yeah. companies own and build like 95 percent of the time. So they're already canceling all of their long trips as of like today. Yeah. Because unless it's a rail that they have right-of-way on. What are you going to do if Greyhound strikes at the Super Bowl? <laughs> Be very thankful, I guess. <laughs> Dude, what a fucking nutcase. For, uh, for all the other people also on vampire mode, the uh, picks with friends loser bet is a Greyhound trip from here to and i whatever I, I i was listening whenever you initially discussed the blake's uh fantasy football punishment which is similar and uh whenever dan was like oh so you're just taking a greyhound to new york because it's 24 hours on a greyhound for them and it's about a 24-hour trip from here to new york if you're driving <laughs> I, I i immediately keyed on he doesn't realize how often they stop and for how yeah. long <laughs> like it's yeah. you know when seeing the fucking itinerary that the uh, the tweet where like you you gotta you gotta stop at alpine oh yeah like you know like ev- like everything everywhere that's bigger than alpine texas along the route you gotta fucking check in you gotta get out you gotta do the, i mean yeah it's it will be terrible uh so uh, I don't remember what I was about to say, but basically, um, the the thing that might make the rail a little bit different than like McDonald's is the government here, anyways, can like conceivably say that this is a threat to national security. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And uh, so there's like certain they're always acts trying to say they can lead shit on to not fucking. Oh, I was also going to tell you that in Iceland there are no McDonald's. Uh, but oh it's, yeah, it's for a different reason actually. Uh, they used to have three. Okay. In the whole country before the pandemic and they closed down and when they tried to come back in after the pandemic Iceland was so like excited that they had a, a reason that they could have gotten rid of them being you know covid mm-hmm. that they made it so exorbitantly difficult for them to get back in that there are now no mcdonald's in iceland they just didn't want them yeah what's wrong with having a, having the golden arches because they're people it's really weird dude but people over there are if they're militant about one thing it is health dumb I know. I know. It's tough. What? You're going to squeeze a couple extra years out because you fucking, like, you, your time in the nursing home gets to go from two years to five and you didn't, and you don't enjoy nights. Bullshit, dude. <laughs> I knew there was a way I could get you on board Bullshit. with uh, an anti. Yeah, no, it's not like I dislike yeah. McDonald's. Like, I dislike their labor practices, but I fucking get down on a quarter pounder with cheese. Dub me up. Uh, I'm doubling up every time. Then the other uh, the other big one that the the Brunigs uh, talked to the recent one is uh, they were trying to like reclassify the postal workers like so that they they're like actually you shouldn't belong to this union you should belong to this union that has a lower pay rate and uh, the end result was that there was such a hubbub over it the prime minister resigned. <laughs> Like, imagine fucking, like, Biden just gets out because, like, uh, you tried to pay the postal workers a dollar less an hour. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Um, so, anyways, this is gonna probably going to happen. And the only way that it won't happen, I'd say that, uh, on the range of outcomes, 
One way that it doesn't happen is if uh, like the hammer of the American government just tells these unions to get fucked and like say that if I have been thinking the entire time that this was more or less the government negotiating with itself because uh, what but you're that's because I've been thinking about this in terms of passenger rail which is instead of freight rail which is really dumb because uh the point of the fucking lines is freight rail yeah uh so yeah no if it's just fucking warren buffett's guys sitting up there being like nah we're holding out until we feel like it and so they fucking cave and and there's really and so they have like a media blackout like so there's not much new that you could read about like how the negotiations are going mm-hmm. um but it's really hard to imagine painting a picture of this that paints uh the, the freight lines in a positive light whenever well you know there's always this like po- a, the podcast this podcast is never the freight lines are never going to carry us so. i know but i'm just saying like i try sometimes to think of like all right well what if a reasonable person who thinks differently than me about this, sure, right? sure, sure, and really, it doesn't. There's really no uh, argument you could put forward other than they would make a little bit less money because they would have to hire more people uh, because they would be giving people the opportunity to take off when they need to, yeah, and that would fill in the gaps. Maybe you shorten that from. And here's the other crazy like thing: they about ought it. to do that. That's more humane working. Conditions. The crazy thing about it is. These uh, inhumane working conditions are being applied to people who operate trains. Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> like conductors and engineers who operate trains. I want them well go, rested. However many great. It's, that's fresh. The, and so like a bunch of the people that- I'm you telling know, you what, I'm not hiring any vampire mode train operators. You don't want it. No. You do not want vampire mode train operators. Someone told me that there was this- and. So someone told me there was a study that uh, said that what it, what you actually do want is four and four. I've looked into that. And I know that that's wrong because that was a conversation I've had within the last week. There's very few people I've talked to in the last week relatively. And I have no fucking clue who told me that because my memory has ceased working because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to four and four. Yeah. So uh, I... It's a uh, case study. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe it. Yeah. I, I would like a, a full fresh eight. Yeah, I mean, again, I've heard I've heard people say that before. The evidence seems a little bit sketchy, but it probably, again, like with kids, depends. Um but so, yeah, it's really all over attendance policies. That's what this entire thing is over. And I'm interested, once this does catch a little more mainstream uh, uh, you know, traction, which I think probably by the time you hear this, it will have, how the fucking cable news companies are going to be able, or even like the you know your regular news, how they're going to be able to present this. Because the reason you haven't heard much about it already is because they can't. Mm-hmm. Because there's really no way you can paint this picture where the union workers look bad. No, nah, and that they just don't touch shit like that. I I don't I don't think that's right, dude. I think that the second the fucking strike, it'll be look at these greedy workers. Greedy for what? Like, it doesn't matter. The, no one's looking into the details. Um, no, I mean, you know, I think a lot of times if it's just about money, but it when, doesn't matter. I guess we'll see. And I mean, at the end of the day, it is about money. You know, like it's, we're saying that the, the railways should spend more. And yes, but when you, and the other thing that helps you here. If there was no cost associated with the change they were requesting, then they would just grant the change. Sure. I guess I should have said it's not about wages specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think it helps though when something like this happens. 
and I'm trying to think of another example that would be that would be different, you know, bartenders maybe. Like people had a lot of sympathy for bartender. Yeah, I don't know. My point, I guess, is just that when we're talking about dudes who work on railroads, it's a lot different than when you trot up like uh, you know, some guy that everyone's like, oh, that guy looks like a Bernie voter. Yeah. Like, I do think they have a chance of having public support when they put a guy in a car hard on TV. Thousands of Bob's dad. <laughs> exactly. Like, in America's going to be yeah. like, hey, wait, this guy's a commie. Eh, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this one. Uh, I mean, the playbook is easy. Just focus on the fact that it's inconveniencing you. Like, we live in a country. Like, whatever. I... I was going to say we live in a country of selfish people, but honestly, every fucking country is selfish yeah. people, and some of them are able to put this stuff together, and it's be, it, it, it's because you do make an appeal to their self-interest. Like, you know, you I, I want the situation I was just describing for the Nordics because I believe that it would make my workplaces better. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, like making that case and convincing people that it's true because, you know, it is. Um but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's an easy enough thing to be like, you see how prices are higher, and you got to hear about all this boring strike shit now. That's bad, isn't it? Like, so th- someone should do something. Can't like get your Halloween stuff. Workers should cave. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Hopefully that's all already here. Dude. Yeah. Well, we I mean, this, the, the funny part about out. that video is that it it's was released in July. April. Or, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like the second the pandemic started. Probably still in March. Tim Robinson was putting out his, I've got to get my Halloween stuff. Really? <laughs> so anyways, yeah, the, everything the is about spooky to be, season is approaching. I know, right? Everything is about to be even more fucked. Uh, well, not because of that. Slovenia got eliminated. Notre Dame lost. Uh, Quinn Ewers hurt. Do? It's been so long since I've had like just full, like I'm wondering like if I'm going to find still dead. purpose for life between now and January. Like, it was really nice that the Bears won, but, like, who thinks that's keeping going? Not me. <laughs> yeah, no, no one. Not me. Uh, like, the last time that I had a full-on dead-in-the-water suit, like, because I, I don't even know if this registers for you, but, like, if we had won against Marshall and lost the starting quarterback, which is what happened, he's out for the season, mm-hmm. uh, then, uh, you know, like, I would just would have been like, I don't know if we're going to be a top 25 team this year. Drew Pine... I hope he proved prove me wrong, kids. But uh, he seems like he sucks, and uh, I I don't know, dude. Like it just uh, it it's he sounds been like nice. a country singer. It's it's he does sound like a country singer. It's been nice just having consequential football throughout the year, where like I I just I don't, like I'm supposed to get excited about a game against Cal on a team that's gonna finish fucking. I mean, whatever. It's okay to we'll take see. a year off. We'll see, it's my whole life, dude yeah well uh i suggest There's no years off you take a year off from fucking whatever you know like you well i mean dak is out and i still will be at the station for six or seven hours every sunday that is like uh yeah no it's worse <laughs> for you certainly but like that's that's contributing to my whole thing like yeah. i i hate it when it the fucking cowboys lose not because i care about whether or not they lose but just because everyone around is just fucking i mean this mainly is spillover from whenever i worked at the station and those those days at work would just suck yeah. Just fucking blows. Just hearing people fucking bitch about shit all day. Uh, yeah. So, that, but I don't know. It, it really it, it takes uh, it takes takes some of the piss out of the city. You think it's uh, like perfect 
At least he's coming back at some point. The, the division sucks. You know, we'll see. We just went through like 20 minutes on how the American economy is about to be crippled and a labor union mm-hmm. is going to be destroyed, causing people to miss their kids' soccer games and birthdays. And then we're like, yeah, but our football teams suck. I, <laughs> I stand by it. You know, like I know I, you do. <laughs> it's like my experience, you know, like uh, I it's it's – during the fall, the thing like I'm waking up thinking about like, you know, am I excited about the Notre Dame game this Saturday? Yeah, and like, absolutely. This week it's just been it's been terrible. <laughs> like, <gasps> I, it's yeah, it's the it's the emotional backdrop of my fucking everything. Go ahead. Got the Aggies sucking. Do love that. That's that's keeping me going right now. I didn't now. Even really get the chance to fucking fully enjoy that because their ours went final before theirs did, and then I was you know. I was taking in the car. some time to myself. I was in the car, but I was very happy when I saw our group chat inform me that they had lost. Yeah, it is nice that they lost. And then it's everyone's making nice. fun of them because somehow God, everybody in nice. the country is finding out about them now. Let's yeah, just let yeah, that. Yeah. Let's ride this wave through the fall. Let's keep it going. I saw the jar, the Texax <laughs> post about the jar getting sent around the internet. I'm like, fuck yeah! There we go. All yeah, right. no, they, they the fucking Stuart Mandel, National College Football Writer, like was fucking tweeting about Midnight Yell. Like they were saying that they were gonna make, they're gonna start streaming Midnight Yell. He's like, is that a good idea? <laughs> like you guys know what you say at that. Like if other people find out the kind of shit that you're saying, like you know, I'll stay up. It's it's just about like and this other team, they got black players. It's <laughs> not that. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.